Welcome to another episode of Tree Service Marketing Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Smith with TreeServiceDigital.com. And we got a return guest today, Donnie Jones with Don's Tree Service here in Atlanta. Very well-established, larger tree service company. Been around for a couple decades or more here in Atlanta. And uh, Donnie, welcome back. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be back, Wes. And thank you so much for your, your program and what you do. You've been such a inspiration for me, but you've also been an asset to our company. So I just want to say thank you for what you do and your incredible team. Thank great, you. great people. Yeah. I appreciate your business as well. Thank you so much. Thank well, I know that the first time around, I guess it was about a year ago, maybe now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about a lot of good stuff and uh, you yep. have a lot of good pointers for the audience about, I think, like hiring and you know, keeping people and doing the best you can yeah. out there and how you grew your business to where it is today. Yeah. And today yeah. we're going to talk about some really important things that you had yes. got on uh, yeah. about core values and things that yeah. really set your business apart, I think, from the competition, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's funny because I just came from a training where um, we we learned a lot, did some, you know, took uh, two of my top team leaders there. And when we left, we realized, man, there's a lot that we can learn, but there's also a lot that we're doing right. And the thing that kind of struck us was as awesome as the training was, there was an issue. It seemed um, a little bit with integrity and it made us really focus on why integrity is important to us. And that's actually one of our core values. And just real quickly, our core values are love, respect, integrity, teamwork, discipline and consistency and gratitude. So. I just feel like it's important to start talking about those things because it, it, we live in a society where people want to trust the companies that they're doing business with. And I realize now looking back that even when we had nothing as a company, meaning, you know, no chippers, no chipper trucks, or we had a chipper, but it was kind of raggedy, <laughs> you know, um, but people would still do business with us because they trusted me. And I built our company on that. Um, trust and integrity. So coming back from that training, I started talking to other people in business and they were like, Donnie, I know exactly what you mean. I, I went to this workshop or I read this book, but something about it didn't feel right. Some, some of the advice was great, but some of it fit, didn't feel right. And I always tell people, you have to stick with your core values, what rings true to you and be able to put that out in the marketplace. Because if you try to do something different, people will feel it. They'll pick it up. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. It sets you apart from the competition. And I think, yeah. that, you know, each customer that you go out, do good work for you, delight. That's them, right. And then all of your That's team right. is kind of rowing down the same, you know, path, right? Like, if yeah, you, absolutely. you instill that in everybody. I feel like yeah. that's important. It's super important, you know, and I think the other thing that made me think about it, you know, have you heard this term quiet quitting? Yeah. Like a lot of people are talking, that's like a big subject right now. Yeah. And I thought about that and I know it does happen. Um, luckily, at least I believe we don't have an issue with that. But it made me realize as a business owner that a lot of times people do quiet quitting because the business owner isn't doing their part to hear their team members and also address the team members needs. Now, granted, if you're a team member of a company, you have to do your job. And you have to do it well. But sometimes how we as business owners communicate with people says a lot um, or has a bigger influence on how our people perform. Um, so that also rung true with me. Just, I guess, in my mind, trying to put all this good energy out there into the universe and have it come back to me in the form of business and sales um, means a lot. It means a lot. In other words, the idea of giving before you're expected to receive, that it's just for some reason, it's just been really ringing true for me right now. 
That's great. I think it, it is a function of kind of the, the leader, kind of the top yeah. down approach. So the personality, the core values, the, the attitude, the yeah. optimism, all of that kind yeah. of starts at the top and sort of rolls yeah. down to the rest of your team, right? Is that kind yeah, of like, it, like they'll take on that, kind of your personality and what you want to accomplish? That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I necessarily want to take <laughs> take on my personality, you know, because I think one of the things that makes us unique as a company is that we do have so many different type of personalities that make the company work. And, you know, as you as you can probably tell, I'm kind of extroverted. <laughs> You kind of have to be to be a business owner. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I would say two of my strongest people, actually three of my strongest people in our company are introverts. Um, and one of my salespeople, he's actually an introvert, but he's an incredible salesperson because when people meet him, they believe that he believes what he's saying. And I know Ed Mallette talks a lot about that, that people have to believe that you believe uh, what you're saying or what you're selling. And so that's really, really important to me. And I think that also sets us apart as a company is that when we come to a client's house, it's not so much about us making the sale. It's about us bringing value to the client. You know, um, actually Friday, I was at a client's house and, you know, like literally I pull up to the driveway. There's like, you know, there's, there's little peace signs, there's there's little multicolored signs and there's little you know there's like a little heart right at the doorstep you know where you get come in and you're welcomed um right by her doorstep there was a little heart and so when she came out she's like Donnie I know you're going to tell me I need to cut all these trees down everybody's told me I need to cut all these trees down but honestly I don't want to cut all of them down I just want to cut these two that are dead down but everybody keeps telling me I need to cut all these trees down I was like Hmm, how many tree services have you talked to? She's like, you're my fourth estimate. And the other four have all said that all these pines in the front need to come down. And I looked at the trees and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. As an arborist, I cannot justify cutting all of these trees down because they don't all need to come down. But these two definitely need to come down. And it was funny because she did like a big sigh of relief, you know, and I could have sold her on the idea that, yeah, sure, I agree with them. All They, they all need to come, come down. But she could feel, just by the way she uh, communicated with me, she could feel that that wasn't true. So I think when we get back to a society where can, that can actually, you know, do things in an honest way, um, listen to the client, serve the client's needs as opposed to your needs, your needs eventually will be met. So. I don't know if I kind of ran on too long there, but that's important for us is to meet the customer where they are and help them with their needs. You know, yeah, no, that's very important. I mean, there's not a one size fits all approach when you go out to these yeah. homeowners or businesses, universities, municipalities, yeah. anywhere. Like, yeah, they're sometimes looking for that consultation as far as like what would be the best step forward, not just remove all the trees, but. You know, let's look at a couple of them here. We know these need to be taken down, but you were honest yeah. with what you could do yeah. instead of just cutting yeah. them down. And that goes a long way for her also referring you to other people too. As well. That's right. That's right. So well, not, also, I don't think it hurts that I'm a woman either. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's awesome. No, you're, you're out there getting it done. I mean, that's, that's great stuff. And so I think another part of it too, was that different people in the organization uh, yeah. that we talked about a minute ago have different skill sets. And so I've seen like, partnerships along the way, right? And businesses and things like that. Normally, if there's one 
A type entrepreneur type, and then the other one's oh, more yeah. patients focused. That's a good business. Oh my goodness, partnership, yeah. right? But if you have two of the same, it's a little difficult sometimes. That's so, right. Have you met yeah. my husband? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, my husband is my husband is definitely the operations guy. Mm -hmm. But you know, I've got other people on our team. You know, I talk a lot about Fatima. I talk a lot about Ayud. I talk a lot about Abdi. These these are people in our company that have a different personality. But without them, the company wouldn't function properly. Like seriously, it it really does take a team of people to to help a company function. And I know in your business, you actually your program you help business people, you help tree care companies, you know, um, entrepreneurs. And I think that we need to understand that. Of course, entrepreneurs and small businesses are the backbone um, of America. I, I truly believe that. But we also need to hold those companies and those people accountable for how they treat their team and how they lead and making sure that they're giving their team members room to grow, you know, and giving them the support that they need to where they can be who they are and be even better. Meaning you create an environment where they can rise to the level and be their best self, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you got to have that operator, but you, I mean, you need both. You need that person out front, you know, that's got the, the voice, but you also need that person behind the scenes, making sure things work out. So yeah, that's right. Those are, those are good, good points there. And um, it seems that, uh, <clears throat> you know, as you continue to grow and you keep building the team out, building the company out, is, is there one thing that maybe when you, you know, in your day to day business, that's really the most important thing with your team and your, you know, the the team members, the employees, people that, that are working for you? Is there one maybe thing that's just important? Is it is it a positive attitude is it more than that? What, what is it that you do to keep people? Mm -hmm you know, with you longer and doing the right thing every single day. Cause you're right. Like every time you delight a customer that could lead to more referrals, but yeah. bad news, if you do bad work will spread faster than good news typically. So That's right. how do you accomplish that with a, a larger team like you have? Well, you know, you said one thing I think is, is a key um, factor, which is a positive mental attitude. A positive attitude definitely matters. But I also go back to doing the work, like do the work. Um, I watch a gentleman, um, his name is Alex Hermosa, you might be familiar with him, and he talks about how people try to shy away from the hard work. And I think if you're honest with your people, going back to integrity, if you're honest with your people and let them know up front, this is hard work, but we're in this together. I think if you can communicate that up front, you alleviate the the feeling of people being misled or the feeling of people going, oh, well, she didn't tell me this or she didn't tell me that. But I think honest and open communication about the work that needs to be done, I think that's a big part of what has allowed me to be able to grow a, a great team is because we are all committed to doing the work. And I know doing the work encompasses a lot, but if you think about it, if your climber is not doing his job, are the trees going to get cut? If your operations manager isn't doing this job, are things going to be organized? If your accounting person isn't doing her job, is that gonna, her or his or hers? Because I know uh, accountants can be either one. Mm -hmm. um, they, you, things don't get done. But I, I think the big factor that people shy away from is, and, and I think it's a big factor for us, which what makes us successful is people are committed to doing the work. Like we don't, we don't sugarcoat that part. And I think sometimes people try to sugarcoat it like, oh, you know, making 200 calls. I mean, just, just, you know, it, it'll be fun. No, that's work, you know, mm -hmm. uh, working when it's 30 degrees outside, that's work. 
So I, I would think, I would say to answer your question, I would think the one thing for our company is that we all have the mission of doing the work, right. you know? Yeah, and, so, yeah. And one of the things too, that's great. I, I think one of the things too is like, that I've heard before that seems like a very, very positive thing to roll downhill is that if the, the owner or the, the leader is not afraid to ask the team members to do something that they wouldn't do themselves. So, that's right. Same thing with me. Like I'll do things all the time that I, I yeah. want to do. Them. It's, it's work. Yeah. Like that part of the work. I like you've been through every stage and every step of the work and maybe you're not doing it now, but you still know how to do it. And you still like to do it. Yes. So don't be I afraid do. of yeah, doing the work that you're asking other people to do. You're still you know willing to do it yourself. Yeah. So. Well, I remember a couple of weeks ago we had a driver out and we are, we had a crane job and we have a couple of trucks that um, needed to be on the other side of town. And so one of our uh, junior guys was going to drive the truck or wound up driving the truck. But I saw in a group text, they were kind of chatting about this. And I said, hey, if I need to jump in a truck, I can do that. If I if I need to go move a truck around, I will. I'll jump in a chipper get truck. Get it done. And, we'll get it done. I'll get yeah. it done. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, That's good. And, and, I, and I don't think no matter how high you go in a company, I don't think you can give the idea or the attitude that I'm too good to do this. You know, and granted, if you're working in a fortune 500 company or a fortune 100 company, and then there's a problem at the factory, are you necessarily going to be the person that goes down to the factory and fix it? Maybe not, but I feel like you have to give off the mindset and you have to give off the attitude that you're not above doing that. You know, in other words, people know to their core that, Hey, if something goes down, you know, the owner has our back and he's going to jump or she's going to jump in and do whatever it needs to we, we'll do, whatever they need to do to make things work so that we can all succeed. So, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about, let's pivot just for a second and talk about um, getting the right talent to your company. Yes. Getting employees. Um, what we've yes. talked about so far, I think is so important with like, you know, company culture, you know, top down leadership style, optimism, yeah. you know, all that. Talk a little bit about since you've grown a team, you've had multiple, you know, you, you got people coming in, probably not not going as many as people coming and growing, but just, you know, right. you've had that kind of hiring process for a long time. Yeah. The company culture and the positivity of what you're doing and everybody kind of yeah. like what they're doing, attribute yeah. to getting the right team members coming on as well. Is it That's huge. It's huge. And also being honest about what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, I have been blessed to have uh, a couple team members, uh, specifically one that comes to mind, Ayud, who is incredible at finding talent. He is so, he's just incredible at finding talent. And actually, right before this call, he brought to me that we're having a challenge with a gentleman. And I jumped right on the phone and, uh, and, and addressed that issue um, head on. But as far as finding good people, as the business owner, you have to get good at finding good people that have strengths that you don't have and um, shore up those strengths, you know, and um, support those people that have those strengths. So once again, going back to having somebody that's really good at finding people, I have a gentleman in, a in our company that's really good at finding people. But I also have to admit that I'm good at finding people that are good at finding people. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's good. And, yeah. and I'm still part of the process. For example, Fatima, she manages our administrative team. So I might meet somebody, but I'm going to put them in front of her first when it comes to administration. And she's going to actually have an interview with them to make sure that they're the right fit for our culture um, and our company. So 
being able to trust your people to go, hey, I really think this person is great, but I want to put them in front of you, like having a process in place. And I know a lot of times as small business people, we don't necessarily have a process in place. And by no means am I saying we perfect. Heck, if you dug enough in our company, you go, whoo, you got some things you need to work on. <laughs> but we're a work in progress. You know, mm -hmm. we're a work in progress. But just being able to trust your people. And for me, a long time, for a long time, even though I've, you know, been blessed with great people, they call it letting go of the reins. Mm -hmm. I would kind of, I, I would let go a little bit, but, you know, I still, I kind of pulling on the reins a little bit. It's and if anybody process. knows about horses, yes. If yeah. you pull on the reins, that tells the horse to stop. So if I let go of the reins and all of a sudden I pick the reins back up, that stops the growth of my company. That stops us from moving forward because they're gaining momentum. And then I jump in and I'm like, Whoa, you know, because I'm nervous that, hey, what if this person didn't make the, well, how do I know they right, made the right decision? Well, if I start at the beginning with my core people, knowing that those, those are the right people, then they're going to make the right decisions to bring the right people on on board in our company. I love that. Actually, for, yeah. yeah. So for yeah, and Fatima's been very integral in our admin team, and of course Ayud has been very integral out in the field. So just building that team, you know, that also helps to create the team. That's you know, great. the team within the team. Yeah. That's that's how you get great people. You know, it can't be you, you, me, 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 me. And I think companies that are led with me, 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 don't grow. They don't, you know, That's or they grow, but they have a culture of people that may not be as loyal to them because they know the owner's not really in it for them. They're in it for themselves. Right. Yeah. That's a great analogy. It's, it's like a horse that if you try to rein them in all the time, they're going to stop and they're not going to do the things that they already know that work and they're supposed to do. But when you do that constantly, it, it sort of just oversteps what they're trying to accomplish for you and take that off your plate versus you kind of still yeah. involved in everything. And yeah. I think that's that's really, really important. And I mean, as you grow, you're going to have to continue to do that. One of the things I wanted to touch on, too, we do this really heavily now. And ever since we've started growing and building a team, you have to, is developing like standard operating procedures for every, yes. like, you know, SOPs. Because when you want to start growing your team, you've got a brain dump every step that you're doing out in the field and video is very good for this, especially for the trees. Yes. You're outside and you're kind of showing people how to do things. So filming how to, how to do this in the field, you know, how to conduct a sales appointment, how to do the tree trimming properly, how to, all of those little things and documenting those processes are going to help plug the right, right people in and they're going to learn from that. And then I think it kind of right. goes downhill from there with the team members. And that's uh, right. You guys, you guys do a good bit of that, like standard operating. And we're probably, it sounds like you're a little bit further ahead than we are um, on that. We just started recording ourselves doing what we do and then uh, editing it and then sharing it with our team. Um, we're still really hands on with that person to person, but we realized as we've grown, especially in 2023, um, that we've got to put a different process in place. So we started recording videos like what you just said. You so, go. which yeah. makes that's why I listen to you, Wesley, because you're a smart man. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You guys are doing great. I, I appreciate it. I mean, you know, thank you. One of those things that I have, I've got a coach too, right? Like I wouldn't oh. have done these things unless I had coaching myself and the people that That's have right. been where you want to go, why not get coaching and, and learn from people that are already, you know, 10 years ahead of you, five, 10 years, 15 years ahead of you. And so that's what I've done. So I think I'd yeah. recommend everybody get for yeah. Yeah. We just, it's funny because I, I just cut a video with our follow-up calls, you know, because I can't always, you know, Fatima, she still has to run the admin team. 
I have a sales background and, and it's something I really enjoy, but there's times that, you know, I can't jump on a Zoom and walk through this with people. So we now are putting, we put together a video of doing the follow-up calls, even starting with, okay, your mindset, before you even pick up the phone, what are you thinking about? That's included in the video. So yeah, standard operating procedures for every single thing. And I think a lot of times companies don't focus on that because they think it's going to be so hard and, and it can be challenging, mm -hmm. but going back to doing the work, once you start doing the work, it will get easier. Yeah. You know, it's a step-by-step -step. you're showing people like the process of step-by-step -step, and then it's, you got to start somewhere. It's not going to be a perfect SOP the first time around by any stretch. Right. It's a, it's a yeah. rough draft, but you've created something at least. That's right. Well, funny story. So, yeah, a funny story about that. I guess going back to last year, you know, we're like, we're going to streamline things. We're a standard operating procedures. We're going to have a meeting for this. So I told my sales team, you know, which most of us work remotely, we're going to have a sales meeting every morning, every Monday morning at eight o'clock. We're going to have a sales meeting. And so we were struggling with this for a while. And then I realized, wait a minute, I've already got a leadership meeting at 830. <laughs> Yeah. We already have another sales meeting on Wednesdays. And then we have company company wide meetings on the first Friday of the month. I was like, okay, why don't I back up and look at our schedule and then put when we're going to have the, the, the powwow, the sales meetings, because uh, 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 talk, so to speak. So I, I got excited. I implemented something. And once I implemented it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't think this through. So you're right. You get in there, you put together a policy, your standard operating procedure. But once you start doing it, you might realize, hey, I need to switch this up a little bit. So, yeah. Well, a good way to That's do it, like, like you mentioned earlier, like sometimes you, you jump on a Zoom with, with a team member and, and walk them through a step. Well, yep. one of the things you can do is just record that. If it's going over something that's constantly popping up, just record that. And now that's your, that's right. your training video for this thing, especially for tree companies that, you know, do have an office, they have an administrative staff that can, you know, yeah. Calls, yeah. put them into your CRM customer tool uh, system. You know, maybe you know how to how to put everybody into the customer relationship tool the best way. Um, how yes. to upload photos into the tool. Um, That's right. How to send out estimates. How to send out invoices. Like just recording those quick little one to two minute videos. Where when you do plug a new team member in, it's it's a quicker ramp up process. That's right. That's absolutely no. right. That's so absolutely really, right. Really helps a lot. Yeah. And and that's what, like, once again, that's what we started doing, you know, um, and it may, and it does make a difference when you could just sit somebody in front of a video mm -hmm. and have them pick up exactly how you want things done. And I think a lot of small, small businesses think they're too small to start implementing standard operating procedures. But I think it's one of the big things that's made a, a, a difference in our company, especially over the last year or two. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it'd be really tough and difficult to grow if you don't put those together, at least for the leadership team, because those people are out there with the boots on the ground guys every day. That's and right. Having those, you know, this is how we kind of do it step by step is going yeah. to go a long way and just being able to, if team members come and go, it's easier to ramp them up. And uh, I think that's right for everybody. Uh, that's right. Good but, you know, you're, yeah. you, you mentioned doing it for the leadership team. But I would go even a step further and say have standard operating procedures, even for the guys in the field um, or for or if you're a different type of business, you know, people that are just on the floor or on your phones, because I think that's a good way to gauge and pick out leaders. You know, the people that you see 
you put out some standard operating procedures and you see some guy in the corner talking to one of the other guys going, hey, this is how we do this. Did, did you see the email that came out or the booklet we've got this? And you see somebody that you think is a junior person actually stepping up and taking a leadership role and teaching other people. You're like, oh, wait a minute. That guy's got some skills. He, you know, he might be the next guy. And it's a, it, it's a way for you to see what kind of talent you have and to see who's with you and who's not. So say, for example, you put out a standard operating procedure and some and you've got a couple guys that are like, you know, hands folded and kind of give you some resistance. Well, you got to go, OK, well, is this some people, this somebody we need to talk to or is this somebody we need to, you know, um, maybe not have them be a part of our, our team anymore, especially if they're going to push that back push on push back that hard on how we do things. I, I think it's a good base to have it from the beginning person on on up. I mean, I worked at Quick Trip for a, lo a, a few months, way a long time ago, like over 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And they had a standard operating procedure for everything. So I think as small business people, we should maybe look at that, those type of things. Yeah. I mean, it's the assembly line approach and you can kind of bring in team members with a little bit less resistance and friction each time. Yeah. Like, especially so for example, you're they're about being out in the field. So yeah, the standard operating procedure of here's how we begin a job on the process. Yeah. We roll out yeah. the grass yeah. 100% of the time, make sure we don't tear up the front yard. Cleanup process, we do these five yes. steps. Make sure the yard is cleaner than we left it. This is how, and leave this behind with the, the homeowner each time, shake their hand, thank them for their business, leave them this little, you can leave a postcard or like a nice yep. little marketing pamphlet that says scan here to leave us a five-star review. There's a lot of little things you can do uh, to That's finish right. the job. And then that way you get a little further with each little part. And uh, if you have all your team members out there kind of doing and extending and doing this every single day, it just, it, the momentum just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, That's and right. Catching more steam, right? The more, more people doing That's what right. you kind of want to happen and you've documented Absolutely. the process and done that up front. So it helps. That's right. A little smoother. Um, I don't know, Wesley, I think you might need to be out there doing uh, seminars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Getting out there, getting the SOP work done. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. We'll put together something for SOPs for tree companies, like how to, yeah. how to put together your own SOP. And uh, that might be really helpful. I think it just, you know, the, yeah. the companies like yours where you're, they're growing and they've got a nice team, several crews, lots of uh, team members. It would just really help them um, kind of extend their knowledge out to the the, the employee base, right? There, everybody kind right. of knows. You just you leave know. my percentage later. No. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Well, this has been awesome so far. <laughs> Great nuggets with SOPs and how you guys yeah. doing. What else would, what's next for, for Don's Tree Service? I know you guys are still growing. You're doing well. And... Yeah, we're still growing. You know, our goal is to get to, we want to open two more offices. We want to open one in Gwinnett. Mm -hmm. um, and we also want to open one in Cobb County. So that's our goal over the next two years is to have um, our teams uh, coming out of a more centralized office. In other words, if you are Obviously, on the east side, then the crews that are on the east side come out of that office. If they're in Gwinnett or in that area, um, they work down from Gwinnett into certain parts of Atlanta. If you're over in Cobb or, let's say, Buckhead area, then you operate primarily in that quadrant of the city. And then also probably in, if I do this within two years, then probably the third year, we'll put something further south. So to be able to hit every quadrant of the city without zigzagging all over the city, which is a little bit of what we do right now, um, operating out of one main location. So that's our goal is to be able to do that. That's our, our two. Actually, our one year plan is with, to have two. Our two year plan is to have three. 
So, um, and this year is already starting off really strong for us, thanks to Tree Service Digital. Digital. Oh, thank you. Um, okay. So yeah, we're we're excited about that. Um, we we had a meeting this morning, and one of our guys brought up a really good point. He's like, you know, this other company is doing such and such. Should we do such and such? And we thought about it as a team, and we we're like, oh yeah, that is a good thing that we can do. But this other part, we're gonna keep doing it this way because that's the DTS way and that's what makes us different. So I think being open to learning and growing and trying different things has also been very uh, important for us to learn from what other people are doing that are that's really good. And if we've kind of come up with an innovation or a way that we do it to be able to marry the two, I think that's that's a good thing. That's awesome, great points. If you guys yeah, are this on YouTube, leave a like what's that? below. And um, yeah. if you have any questions or share your story, if you guys are watching the video, leave a comment on the video. If you're on the podcast, like and subscribe to our podcast. This has been yes. great. It makes a lot of sense because Greater Atlanta is so big, like size wise. Yeah. It's probably hard to work out of a central location if you're sending a truck 30, 40 miles away. Right. So yes, that's probably a good plan to have kind of a presence in each um, maybe metro area of, of Atlanta. Right. Exactly. It's exactly. So. Well, the other thing is to grow our social media presence. That has not necessarily been my strong point, but you'd help with that. But we do have, I do have a YouTube channel, Donnie Jones Live, D-O-N-I Jones, J-O-N-E-S Live, L-I-V-E on YouTube. So I'd love it if you, you know, go online and subscribe to my channel. And then we also have Don's Tree Service, um, which we're growing. We don't have many subscribers on that yet, but we're uh, constantly adding more content and it would be really great if they would uh, go online and check out Don's Tree Service on YouTube. And of course, on our Instagram, you can find us at Don's Tree Service of Atlanta or Don's Tree Service 1, Don's Tree Service 1 on Instagram and The Tree Lady on Instagram. That that would be really, really helpful. So appreciate it. That's a lot. You know, all the, all the algorithm people say only mention one. But you know. I'll tell you what, YouTube is great for what you do. There's some cool little things we can do. We can talk about offline too with YouTube. It's yeah. really powerful for stuff like that, embedding videos on the website, things like that. Yeah. And uh, but you do a phenomenal job with like just um, you know, the frequency of your postings on social media. Do you, Thank you. do you have help with that or how do you do um, I have uh, two teenage daughters. So <laughs> I'm telling you, you're no, on social and that's really great. Thank you. Well, I, I I have to admit, I do have some help. Our guys take the, a lot of those pictures that you see are from our guys in the field. So I want to give a shout out to our team leaders, um, Eric, Bilson, Isaac, Kevin, um, Ayud, obviously, um, uh, Omar. These guys, Clinton, these guys really work hard to make sure we have content that we can put out on social media. So it, it means a lot that that you recognize that and appreciate that because I know you're amazing on social media too and, and, and building tree service digital. But um, a lot of those pictures and com content come from the guys out in the field. So I want to give them a shout out and just throw their names out there and say thank you. That's awesome. One of the best tools I've seen and I like it's the best thing since sliced bread, I think. Very inexpensive. And it's a way for you to store all the photos into one place. It's called companycam.com. So companycam.com. Okay. And you basically sign up for an account. You get an app on your phone. Every team member, crew lead, salesperson in the field can have a user account in the same account. And each, oh, wow. project, you know, you create a project when you get to the job site called 123 Main Street, whatever the address is. Yeah. And call it. And it's synced up to Google Maps. So it knows the location. And then you punch in their, the name, maybe for the project, the customer's name. And you can literally take all the photos and videos you want and store them in this app 
for like oh my goodness. a month per user. And you can have a feed, a live feed to your website with these projects that show on a page of your website. It's, it's wow. powerful. I just did a training video on it. I'm sending it out to everybody because it's the biggest oh, man. game changer for SEO and sharing photos and having tons of content I've ever seen. And you know, instead of having to email stuff back and forth, yeah. Like, hey, can you text me photos of this? Text me photos of that. It's all in this one account that you create yeah. for like 50 bucks a month or however many users you get. And it's on okay. storage. You don't have to worry about, you know, going over or anything like that. It's it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. A lot of well, Wesley, this is what makes you so powerful and such an asset to people in the tree care industry. And and I know that, you know, we're here to talk about Don's tree service and, and give a shout out to my company. And I appreciate that. But I think if people are out there and they have a tree service, they really, really need to connect with you because the resources that you have, the 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 way you give of your time and energy. I think if you're a small business, you would be remiss not to reach out to Tree Service Digital because you guys have done an incredible job helping people that don't come from that kind of background understand what they need to grow their business. And even now, just on this interview, I picked up some pointers from you that I'm going to implement today. <laughs> so company so I appreciate that very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate the kind words. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Was there any other parting words or the audience before we jump well on. you know i don't know if it's appropriate but if they are in the atlanta area and you're not another tree service and you just happen to come across this video give us a call 770-413-8733 that's 770-413-TREE give us a call we'll schedule an appointment or if you're online you can hit us up at tree the tree lady on instagram or don's tree service one if you'd like to do that directly and just message us we'd love to to have you as a client and um, connect with you uh, as from one human being to another. And if you're another tree service, just go out there and make it happen. We're so blessed to be in this industry. I'm so proud to be in this industry. And it's one of those industries where, you know, you actually provide a service that makes people feel safer and makes a difference in, in how people feel about their businesses or about their home. So I'm very honored to be in this industry and I'm, I'm thankful to partner with you once again, Wesley. And I appreciate this very much. Thank you so much. It's been a great episode today. Hey guys, if you're on the YouTube channel, like and subscribe to our channel, like and subscribe to the podcast if you're on there. Another great episode with Donnie Jones with Don's Tree Service taking off. Don's Tree Service is, is getting it done out there. So if you're in Atlanta, give them a call if you need tree service or tree care. And until the next episode, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much. All right. And thank you, Wesley.